Welcome to the Dag Heward Mills podcast. Dag Heward Mills is a healing evangelist, a best-selling author, and a mega church pastor. He's the founder of the United Denominations, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches, overseeing over 3,000 churches across every continent of the world. He pastors the First Love Church, a vibrant church in the city of Accra, transforming the lives of thousands of young people for the Lord. Now listen to Dag Heward Mills. Father, we worship you. We say, hallowed be your name. We are not worthy to serve you, to know you. You have had mercy on us. We say, hallowed be your name. We worship you with the best song that we have. To say, we worship you, Lord. Thank you for saving us. Thank you for washing us. Thank you for rescuing us. Thank you for calling us. We love you, Jesus. We thank you, Jesus, Lord. Amen. You may be seated. Matthew 13. Seven steps to the anointing. <laughs> Hallelujah. More steps to the anointing. Hallelujah. Now, the disciples came to him and said, verse 10, Why do you speak to them in parables? And Jesus answered them, To you it has been granted to know the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven. But to them, it has not been granted. Amen. Amen. That is the first step to the anointing. A grant from heaven. It has to be granted to you from heaven. The mysteries of God are things that are granted. Amen. And that should make you respect anyone who is anointed because it has been it has been granted if it was not granted because Jesus Jesus did say quite clearly that to you it has been granted apart from all steps that you may take and moves that you may make it is what has been granted to you that at the end of the day will prevail yes you understand what I'm saying and Jesus was someone who preached and knew more than the average preacher does most of us preachers are forcing things down the throats of people to whom things have not been granted. But we, we, we do not recognize that it has not been granted unto them. When I was a younger pastor, I formed myself into a personal Holy Ghost to try to change things. Do you understand? But as you get older, you begin to accept things that have been 
divinely decided. Yeah. You can't help everybody. Some of the people that you help will not be helped. Some of the people you preach to will never change. Some of the people you pray for will never be healed. But you, you, you have to get to the point where you come to know that the reason for some of the things is beyond every step you can take. And that is why when you are at a certain stage, you will always know and learn steps, principles, reasons, ways, methods, how to, when to, what to do. But when it gets to a certain place, you will know that if, if it is not being granted to you, no matter how many steps you take up the mountain, you will never get there. What has not been granted to you to stand on the mountaintop. And when that time comes, you have more faith in God. You see, Jesus said in Matthew 11, 22, have faith in God. Do you understand? But what happens is when we are younger, we have faith in our steps. We have faith in our methods. Do you understand? And so, one of the things you are going to have to discover is that God is greater than your methods. So you may have seven steps to the anointing and you go through all the seven and you still realize that you are not anointed. But it has not been granted unto you to be anointed. May you be anointed in Jesus' name. And that is where the concept of favor comes in. Do you understand? And that is where the importance of pride being developed when God has given you something. And you begin to look at yourself and say to yourself, it is because I'm disciplined that I've reached this place. It is because I pray. I heard the other day on the, somebody was preaching and he was saying, one man of God, he prays from 4 a.m. to 8 a.m. every day. I said, wow. Yeah. From 4 to 8 every day. And most of you don't pray from 4 to 8 every day. And you may start praying from 4 to 8. And you'll find out that even though you are praying from 4 to 8, if it has not been granted unto you, you cannot enjoy it. Because God is God. And that position of being God, he does not share it with anyone. No matter who you are, how many good ideas you have. So usually the younger the preacher, the more steps he has. The more inexperienced you are, the more steps you are. Now the steps are good though. And they work. But as soon as God sees that your faith is in the steps, he will scramble the steps. And see that the steps don't work anymore. So it doesn't mean you shouldn't learn the steps. Learn the steps. But may you develop. And may you grow. And may you see that. There are things that God decides. He gives it. He gives. He gives. When I look at myself, even in my own 
small world, I realize that there are things that I give, there are decisions that I take about people. It's my decision. And nobody can force me to change it on this earth. I can decide who I want to work with and whom I don't want to work with. You can't force me to work with a different person. This is the person. And usually the person that I want to work with does not qualify to work. As I also don't qualify to work for God. And you also don't qualify. I'm preaching a very good message. And it is, it is, it is decided. And you can't change it. Yes, that's how it is. That's how it is. It's, it's faith, it's divine. He said, Jesus said, it has been granted to you. So why do you speak if you don't understand? So yeah, it's because it's not for them. It's not been given to them. I knew before I preached that it's not for them. So I don't bother to give the explanation. So I, that's why I preach half and I leave the explanation part to when we are alone. When we are alone, I'll give the explanation part. And I'll explain the rest. Because they don't, they're not supposed to understand. But Jesus knew we don't know some of these things. So that's what's saying. We are forcing things. When you grow, you realize that God has decided that some people should die by the age of 30. Yeah. It has not been granted to them to live longer. I tell you. You just have to do you just have to go. And that's what Christians have to learn. Yeah. It has been it has not been granted to you to live beyond. Not that you are bad, but it has been granted just up to this time. You've got to go now. And when you see that the that the river is taking you away, just go. Don't don't say I won't go. Go. You have to go. Go. Go with dignity. Just relax and, and flow. Don't scream too much. Let's go. Mercy. Merits. It's been granted. It's been granted. Can't you see there are people you are more spiritual than them? But you don't have what they have. You pray more than others. You don't have what they have. You are holier. You are holier. It has not been granted you. I can see somebody is wicked and unholy. And it has been granted to him. I know a certain guy. He's very rich. He works in the bank. Every time he's getting promotion. The last time I heard of him, he has been promoted. He has even been sent abroad. When he was in secondary school, he couldn't qualify to do science. And then when he finally came to university, he couldn't qualify to do administration or law. These are the two top arts courses. I think he had archaeology or one of those subjects. Eh? Yeah. But you should see him now. He's at a realm financially. He's being called by this bank, by this bank, by this bank. He's being sent here and there. And there are others who were 
first class law, this, that, but it has not been granted unto them. But when you are doing career studies, they will tell you, if you want a good future, these are the courses to choose, law, administration, this, 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 that, that. And you follow the steps. But when you follow, you get to a point, you see that it has not been granted unto you. May it be granted by heaven. That is why ultimately to be anointed, it is God. Yes, it is God. You can listen to the secrets of a man, or he may give you one or two tips. But ultimately, it has to be granted. May it be granted. May it be granted. May it be granted. May it be granted. In Jesus' name. Amen. Verse 12. For whosoever has, to him more shall be given, and he will have an abundance. But whosoever does not have, even what he has shall be taken away from him. So the second step to the anointing is to have some anointing. Once you have a bit of anointing, you can be anointed more. I think I've shared this point before. The first set of seven steps. Once you can sense something about the ministry of your life, eh, usually there is something big ahead. Mm. Once you can sense something, usually there is something big ahead. If you so, brothers, if you can sense something, some small grace, usually there is something big ahead. If only you will follow it, because to him who has more shall be given. Sometimes if I have a blessing and I want to share with somebody, I want to give to somebody, sometimes I, I, I look and I say, who can I go with or who can I give this to? And usually I end up seeing the same people. So one day I was worried about it. I said, Lord, I want to share blessings with more people. And the Lord said, to him who has, more shall be given. And he who has not, even that which he has shall be taken away. So the Lord said, I should comfort myself with these words. Hey, it is fantastic. So once you see something, a drop. When I saw a drop when I was in Achimota school, I started a fellowship in the Western compound. It did not exist before. I started a fellowship. One day I'll show you that place. A fellowship. It's, it's, it's a sign of a founder. Yeah. A founder. But it's a drop. There's a drop of a fa- founder, apostolic something, as a student. You can tell it if you follow it, you may come to something big. Yeah. yeah. So, if you sense a grace, an oil, an ointment, some kind of unction, or some kind of inspiration in a certain direction, brother, there is something ahead because to him that has, more shall be given. And surprisingly, to him that has not, even that which he has shall be taken away. Forgive. So those of you who are friends, it means there's more friendship for you. Those of you who are not friends, it means even that which you don't have shall be taken away from you. 
<laughs> but you see, most of us pastors, we want to share things democratically. That's why when we are ministering, you know, we want to do everything for everybody. So sometimes, yes, sometimes when we are ministering, God just looks at us. Said, you are greater than me. You are wiser than me. You know more things than me. That is why you want to share things. One brother was saying, you know, the way you sometimes you pray for the sick and then people come forward with testimonies. So, you know, there are a lot of sick people. You must lay hands on them. You get it? Just lay hands on them. So I thought about it. So when I went for this crusade, after praying for the people, I said, no, I'm going to try to lay hands on others. I almost died. It was Pastor Prince who lifted me out of the crowds. And then I said that I was going to give, but which, I, which is something the Lord told me to do, so I want to do that. But I was giving them handkerchiefs, healing anointed handkerchief because the garment of an anointed person is anointed. Any garment of an anointed person is anointed. That is why Elisha was when when he threw when Elijah threw his handkerchief on him he knew that there was a meaning. It means that the anointing has flied onto you. I said the anointing has what? It has flied onto you. Yeah. <laughs> I see that anointing coming on you in Jesus' name. If you if you the meaning, it is you who are not spiritual. Who don't understand that? If a, if a pastor removes his handkerchief and he throws it at you, if a pastor removes his handkerchief and he throws it at you, it has a meaning. It has a meaning because the the garment of an anointed person. It's an anointed garment. Because Aaron was not just anointed. His garments were anointed. That is why the woman with the issue of blood, I'm sure she was a Levite. She said, if I touch just the hem, just the hem of the garment, I shall be made whole. Amen. Amen. Are you there? Sit down. So, brothers and sisters, I tried to give them handkerchiefs. They almost killed the people at the crusade. You see, because there is a mind which is a bad mind. You must equitably share all of God's blessings. God doesn't share his blessings equitably. He that has, more shall be given. That's God. You are wiser, so you keep on with your wisdom. But God, to him that has. So even the ones who have been healed, they will be prayed for. And the ones who are not healed will not even be prayed for. Hey! Hey, you're fantastic, hey? Pray to get a small amount of the anointing. Because just a drop 
is a sign. I said it's a sign. It's a sign. It's a sign. It says, therefore, I speak to them in parables. Because while seeing, they do not see. Hmm? And hearing, they do not hear. All right? And in their case, all right? Okay. I'm going to change my Bible now. What verse are we in? Thirteen. Verse what? All right, all right, all right. Therefore I speak to them in parables because seeing they do not see and hearing they hear not and they do not understand. And in them is fulfilled the prophecy of Isaiah which saith, by hearing you shall hear and shall not understand and seeing you shall see and shall not perceive. For this people's heart is waxed gross, and their ears are dull of hearing, and their eyes they have closed, lest at any time they should see with their eyes, and hear with their ears, and should understand with their heart, and should be converted, and I should heal them. But blessed are your eyes, for they see, and your ears, for they hear. For verily I say unto you that many prophets and righteous men have desired to see those things which you see. I call this the anointing of prophets and righteous men. And they have not seen them. And to hear those things which you hear and have not heard them. Alright? Now notice. The next step, the third step to the anointing is... Um, To have blessed eyes that can see. Do you understand? Now, perhaps I should simplify it a bit for you and make it to say you have eyes that can see the right thing. Because when you say seeing, they do not see. We see, but we don't see. So perhaps it's something that you don't see. You get it. So people who become anointed, because at the end of this, he says, let this should be converted and I should heal them. That's when the anointing comes. The anointing comes and you are healed. See, when the power comes and you are healed. See, but all this cannot, the power cannot come because it has not been granted. Then number two, you don't have even small, so more cannot be given. Then number three, you cannot see certain things or you don't see. Even though you are seeing, you don't see. You get it? That's the third. Having blessed eyes that can see. Because as you are here, some of you are seeing different things. It depends on how your eyes are working. That some of you say, oh, he's tall. This is what you've seen, that I'm tall. Somebody look at me and said, oh, he has no eye on his shirt. This, this is what you have seen. Or that you see that, oh, his shirt is nice. Yeah, that's what you've seen. 
Then you also look at it, sir. His hair is getting gray. So you see, you are seeing no, but you are not seeing the right things. You are seeing, but what are you seeing? Some of you are seeing, but you are not seeing. You come to the church, you see, you see the building, you see, but you don't see what you should see. One of my engineers or my construction workers, I mean one of our office, he has he was one time in a certain town in Ghana. He had been there for a long time. After coming to work here for some time, one day he traveled back to where he used to be. And he went back to the church that he had been going to for years. When he went and he came back, he said, Bishop, what I saw, I never saw before. <laughs> but because he has been working with me and I'm always, this thing is not straight, this thing is not this, break this one, change this. And because he had worked for some time, for the first time in his life, even though he had been there for years, he never saw all those things. Which I see every time I go there, I see everything like that. Look at this, is like this, like this. I say, oh, I know the kind of carpenter who made this. I know the kind of mason who did this. I know the kind of this. I know the kind of that. I can see the things that are not a certain way. I mean, that's, I just see it. But after working with me for some time, his eyes were now trained to see certain things that he never saw before. And that is how it is. There can be a gift, but you don't see the anointing. You may see Benihim come and say, hey, the guy has got money. That's all you see. He has money. That's a lot of money. Maybe you like music. So when you come, you say, hey, he has brought his own piano. This big piano, he has brought one. <laughs> hey! Hey, hey, hey! Grand piano! That's what you see. Because your eyes are seeing music. Wow. wow. Somebody come to sing. Your eyes are filled with lustful thoughts. <laughs> Blessed are your eyes for this sin. So unfortunately, you can be by a big anointing. You cannot see. Even those of you who have attended Shuffling Conference, you are seeing certain things, but many of you are not seeing. It's amazing. You are, you are watching it with your eye, but you can't see what you are seeing. You see, and that is the reason why you can't become anointed. Your eyes have to see the right things. If you sit at a Shuffling Conference, you, you, can, you can see something which 
depends on how your eye is working. Even when you sit in the conference room, something you should see. Something. Something you should see. There's plenty to see. But if I call people who are pretending to what did you see? I didn't say, what did you hear? Or what did you do? What did you see? And, and what didn't you see? What, one of the things you didn't see is me. But you see, you can't see that you didn't see me. That's very important. Wow. wow. So, may God grant your eyes the ability to see the right thing. One day I went somewhere with my car. I was driving. When I got in, I saw some three guys talking. I don't know how I got to hear what they were saying. And they said, Ah, we should all start a church so that we will get money and drive such cars. I was driving an, an Audi. He said, we should all start churches so that we will get money and drive such a car. Oh, pastors, you, don't, you didn't know. And this is the great key. And sometimes you can walk with people but they don't see. But you see, and that's why there are two types of people. There are people who can be close and people who cannot be close. Judas could not be close. His closeness affected him badly. And by being close, he, he despised Jesus. Because for, for it to occur to him that he can sell Jesus, it means that he, it, it, was not good, it was not a good experience for him. But John... He loved Jesus. So when, he was, when he was writing his book, he said, that which we have seen. You know, that which we have seen. And that which we have held. And then that which our eyes have looked upon. That's what we are telling you. We have something because we could see. And that's why Elisha told, Elijah told Elisha, if you see, you see me when I'm going. You see. You got it. So you can be there, but you just can't see. Benihin says, people even accuse him when he was in Catherine Kuman's service and he became anointed and affected. That They accuse him even of lying. We didn't see all the things you are saying. You saw her coming, you saw the power, you saw this. They said, they're accusing him. <laughs> They are fantastic. That is why they have nothing. And today, when Benin goes to any country in the world, it's almost like Jesus Christ has come to that country. In terms of the thousands and millions of people who will gather. May your eyes be blessed eyes. So step number one is what? Today is a simple teaching. Step number one is what? It must be granted. Step number two is what? You must have some. When you see that there is some, more is coming, and something is there ahead. A great river is waiting for you. Number three is what? Blessed eyes that can see. Amen. Number four. May you have the, the next says blessed ears that can hear. Yeah. 
when your ears are anointed, you, you, you hear things that others don't hear. In fact, when your eyes are anointed, you see things others don't see. One day, I was listening to Benny Hinn preaching. I, had, I have his videos, old videos. And I watched. I watched. I watched. Then I, I, I enjoyed it so much that I said, let me get another video of that time. So I got another one. I, I searched everyone until I found there was one more, which I didn't have, and I got it, and I put it on. When I put it on, I was watching, and I was listening, and I, I just, it's different. It's still Benny Hinn, and he's still preaching, but I, I don't feel, see, or hear what I was hearing. So I said, well, I don't know. Maybe he, maybe, I don't know what. So about 20 years later, I heard Benahim preaching. And he preached and he said, one day I went to a certain country and he mentioned the country that I was watching. Him. He said, I preached that there was power. It was, and it's true. They said, and I went there and after some time, I came back to that same church. And he said the place was dead. No flow, no power, nothing. And he gave a reason. Why that thing happened? So I rushed back because I said, no, this thing I've suspected for some time. Uh, there was, and I found out it was that one. And you see, I could see it. I could hear it. I could feel, that's why all Christian music is not the same to me. When your ears are not blessed, that's when secular music is nice to you. When your ears are not blessed, that's why unspiritual Christian music attracts you because your ears have not been tuned to anointing. One day I was with Archbishop Duncan Wheeler. He said, this music is not, there is no anointing in it. There is no anointing in it. And I also knew there was no anointing. When he said, I was very happy. I said, ah, ah. somebody who also agrees with me, there is no anointing in this music. It's not anointed music. Blessed are your ears. When they can detect the absence of anointing. Even anointed preaching you can sense. Pastors, have you not noticed sometimes you preach a message. And you know that there is no anointing in the message. And somebody is really blessed with that message. Who has experienced that before? Because their ears are hearing different things. What are your ears hearing? What are your eyes seeing? May your ears be blessed ears. That's why Papa Hagen can teach me from afar. I don't have to sit down to talk with him. People also want to talk to you. If I talk with you, I can't solve the problem. When I sit with you, I can't. If you have ears, eh, when you listen to a tape, you, the problem will be solved. Because think about it, who solves my problems? Have you ever thought about that? Who can solve my problems? Huh? Have you thought about it? If I also need advice, do this, don't do this, do this, do this, don't do this. 
Who can do that? I have to hear from God. Yeah. I went to Malaysia one day. The pastor said to me, when people want to see me for counseling, I tell them, sit in the church service for six weeks. If after six weeks you have not had your solution, then I will speak to you. You don't do counseling unless you sit there for six weeks and the answer to your problem will be in the preaching over a six weeks at least you'll hear blessed are your ears for the hear oh there are so many things even in books you see a book you hear wow may your eyes be touched father touch the eyeballs of your servants touch the ears of your servants how many points do you have? Number five. That you may understand. Understanding things. Understanding is very important. That is step number five. And then step number six is similar. But it is understanding with your heart. You see, they are different. It says, where is it? Lest at any time they should see with their eyes, hear with their ears, and should understand with their heart. Understanding is like logical things. But when your heart is, uh, and you see, there are some people who, they're logical, they don't get it. Yeah, the logic cry doesn't work. You can preach a thousand explanatory points. Very clear. They don't get it still. Never agree. There are some people when you counsel, it's very painful. Sometimes when I'm counseling, I'm just, I'm just waiting for the time to pass. Because no matter what I say, they won't, they won't understand what I'm saying. It's true. A lot of marriage counseling is like that. Hard blocks of everybody has drawn his lines. I don't move beyond this place. It's true. Never give up. Never give in. Never agree. Never bend. Never bow. Never say die. Never say no. If they want you to say no, you will never say no. If they want you to say yes, never say yes. Never understand the issue that is being talked about. Hey. And a person who doesn't understand it, I'm going to share with you seven steps to losing the anointing. Yeah. No, I can't do it today. But during those steps, you will see that that one too can cause you to lose. Yeah. Because Saul lost the anointing that God gave him. And God, God told him, stubbornness, stubbornness. Stubbornness. It's like witchcraft. You can't see. He says, he said, therefore God has rejected you. Stubbornness. It's like iniquity and idolatry. That's why I said, you don't understand. How can anointing come to someone who doesn't understand? Then there's a realm you go to understanding with your heart. 
When you have somebody who understands with his heart, that's step number what? Six. Then we come to seven and then we've closed. When you have somebody who understands with his heart, you don't have to. It doesn't have to make sense. You will say, I need to go. And you say, do you understand? So I understand. Let's go. Let's go now. Let's go now. There's no explanation. The person's heart understands that you need to go. What is the explanation? I need to go. What does it mean? Three reasons. No, there's no reasons. I need to go. Yeah, let's go. Let's go. Let's go now. We need to go now. Let's go now. Let's go now. You have to start a church now. Do you understand? Yeah, let's start it right now. He said that his heart, unless they understand with their hearts. There is a realm you get to with God and with the things of God. It's not about logical progression of understanding things. Is that the heart? The heart is not dull. The heart, the heart is, is soft. So let's let's go this way. Yeah. Let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go now. Let's go now. But when you don't understand, say, let's go. Why? Why should we go now? So why should we go now? Because last time we, 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 we went, so the spirit is even lifting. The anointing is lifting because you have met with somebody whose heart is as wax gross, has become dull, cannot flow. That is why you can have a lot of arguments at shuffling conference. It's because the hearts are wax gross. So you need to break through. If you don't have argumentative people who can make points with explanations and for and against like lawyers, you cannot break through with the hardness of heart. Oh yeah. Sometimes when I see someone, I know that this person understands me. And I'll say, brother, this is, this is, let's go. So, I think we should run. I also think we should run. I think we should run. Why should we run? We will be tired. When we run, we will be tired. Number two, we can't run faster than a leopard. Number three, uh, we ran last time and we fell down. Number four, this is not the time for running. Number five, I don't have shoes for running. That one thing is going off you. Because you met somebody whose heart is stiff. I wish I can find people whose heart is flowing. And say, you know, this is what we need to do now. We need to go. I always want to be soft towards the miraculous. Anything unusual and miraculous, I don't want to be hardened towards it. I don't want to be hardened towards fathers and elderly ministers. There are some people who, because they don't understand with their heart, they look at fathers and elderly ministers with a certain logical misunderstanding. And they say, he has done this and he did this. And then a Christian shouldn't do this and that. And based on these eight principles of virtue, this and this and that and that and that, And you see, God may not even reveal to you one thing which will change your mind. He will say that because of the way your heart is, I will leave you to go this way. Till you knock your head on a wall and discover for yourself. Yeah. A person who doesn't flow with unusual. Let's say I want to give you a handkerchief of anointing. Bible says, if 
aprons and handkerchiefs were taken from the from the body of Paul to the sick, and the evil, evil, the diseases and evil spirit departed from them when the aprons and handkerchiefs. King James Version, aprons and handkerchiefs. Yeah. So when I have my handkerchief and I'm I'm praying over the handkerchief, I lay on the handkerchief and I prayed over the handkerchiefs. Thousand five hundred handkerchiefs. Can you imagine? 1,500 handkerchiefs. I believe there's an anointing. In the end, it was such a critical situation. They had to put the handkerchief in a car and escape from the crusade ground to escape from the stampede. Because of the handkerchief. People were, they were searching for this anointing. That is why, that's why we would like to go to villages and towns. For some of you, if you see, if you see an anointed handkerchief, you just look at it. And then you, then you ask yourself, are we moving to fetishism? Oh. Fetishism and mysticism. Because your heart is hard. When you know that there are problems that have no solution. I was talking to Dr. Go. I said, look, Dr. Go, if I come here with three obstetricians, obstetricians seven psychologists, ten psychiatrists, uh, neurologists, urologists, surgeons, we can never solve the problem that we saw. When I, stay, when, I, when I kneel down by the stomach of a little child who can be my child with a big stomach at the size of two or three footballs full of cancer and ascites and fluids and you see the child, the legs and the bones have become small and the child is a, a, a nice child. What was the name of that little girl? A Wutria a, a, a or something. Oh. You, you ask yourself a new tumor. You ask yourself, urologist, surgeon, psychologist, neurologist. Hey, I mean, if you can, even if, if there's any power, if there's any hope in anything, if your heart is a bit softer, you see, if there's anything you can do for the person, if you can touch the person, if you can give something, if you can do anything, even if it's just even psychological. Oh, because your heart is hardened. And you, you say that there's no verse in the Bible which says, and they shall place their handkerchief on the sick, and the sick shall be healed. Meanwhile, there's an example that your heart, the way it is. You haven't seen pain. You haven't seen pain. Your heart is, your heart. that is why the Bible said the priest came and he saw the man who was beaten and he passed by. And the Levite passed by. But the Samaritan came and he had compassion. He had feelings. He had feelings. Even if he took the guy to the inn and the guy got a bill that he didn't come back to pay, he did well. But you may take the guy on that. And he's owing that hotel. Where he went to put the guy, he hasn't come to pay. Lest they understand with their heart. And then the last step, and be converted. To be changed. The principle of vessel change. You need to be changed before you can be anointed. As you are in your current state, anointing cannot come. The pride, your family behavior, your lifestyle, your thinking, your analysis, it needs to change. You need to soften. You need to cool down. Need to, you need to have mercy. You have to have a feeling for people's 
struggles. People are struggling in spite of the steps we are giving them. They can't rise out of the situation. You can't look at people and say, why are you poor? You know, don't you have to go to school? These are the steps step to be in this thing. Go to school. You know, if you are serious, you do diligence. It is nice to teach about diligence, brother, but not everybody can be diligent. Some people cannot be diligent in spite of you teaching them how to be diligent. Oh, you don't know? That's what my friend J.Y., you know, the Lord said to me one day, said, just look after him. Just look after him till he dies. Just care for him. She said, J.Y., you're always lying. Lying all the time, doing things. The Lord said, just look after him. Don't ask any more questions. Just care for him. It doesn't matter if he's lying. It doesn't matter what medicine he's taking, what drug. It doesn't matter. Have some feeling. Don't understand why. Sometimes people cannot stop what they are doing. When you have that compassion and you are soft enough, God can pour his oil on you and use you. Look, if you don't have love, you can never be a good judge. And he that is spiritual judges all things, yet he himself is judge of no man. You can never get to a certain realm of spirituality without love. That's why the priests, when they were anointed, the robes they carried had bells and pomegranates. Is that how you say it? A pomegranate is the, a fruit. When the spies went out and they came, the 12th, they came with figs, uh, grapes, and pomegranates, and other fruits. So the priest carries the pomegranate and bells on his robe. The fruits of the spirit and the bells which make noise and catch attention is the gifts of the spirit. And alternatively, pomegranate bell, pomegranate bell, fruits and the gifts. Together, they work. Power goes with mercy and the fruits and the love of God. If you, if you don't have them together, you will be a very wicked person. You will kill people. You will kill them in your prayers. You will pray some 35, some 109. Many people will die because you were given power. But a priest, he carried this pomegranate and bells. So as he has something that attracts attention, he has the fruits mixed with it. And it's the fruit and the bells together. The bells are the gifts. The power, the noise. Because when you raise the dead, you, you, you cause commotion. Everybody will come. When you heal the sick, you should have seen the people at the crusade clapping as the miracles were happening. Cancer was being, doctors were examining. Oh, but if you don't have the fruits, before you realize it, you, not, you, you need patience to make you last and love to make you softer and humility to cool you down. Because otherwise you may lose the anointing like, 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 like next time I share with you 12 steps to losing the anointing. God told Saul, he said that when you were little in your eyes, I made you the hair. I anointed you. Now you have become big. I have to take my anointing. May you never lose that anointing. May you have the fruits and the gifts and the anointing and the grace of God on your life. Stand to your feet, please. Hallelujah.
Lift your hand and just call on God. Oh God, Bolo Shakabara, Shimbele de Berede, Barandala Banashindele. Thank you, Father, for your blessing, your power. We give you thanks. We give you praise. Oh yes. Palo de Shandalama, Perede Ramanajande. Oh yes. Lift your hands. Lord, fill me. Fill me, Lord. Touch me tonight. Impart your spirit to me, Lord, tonight. Palo Jede Baramana Zambalidere. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. Thank you. Blessed are your ears. Blessed is your heart. to put your hand on your heart and pray that your heart how many understand when i was sharing about the heart that if you can understand with your heart he said lest they understand with their heart and be converted put your hand on your heart and pray lord give me an understanding soften my heart let me have the right heart thank you jesus thank you jesus let me understand things let me understand issues let me understand easily, Lord. Let me flow. Lord, please help me to flow. Help me to flow. before when somebody says you know that brother is a very good brother he really flows <laughs> have you heard that before it's a flow he flows that's what we mean by he understands with his heart not much talking he he, he, he understands what we are saying he flows may you flow may you be a flowing child of God 
God just has one soft word and you just understand what he's saying. Lift your hand and thank God for a softened heart tonight. Sister Flo, brother Flo, God wants to bless you and anoint you. Flow, flow with him. Flow, flow with the power. Flow with the anointing. Flow with the things of God. My God, my God, my God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Father, we thank you so much for your blessing tonight. You spoke to us. You ministered to our hearts. We pray for a flowing heart. A heart that understands. A heart that does not have to be corrected and rebuked and explained and issues be dissected to the last degree. Oh God, may we not lose this great precious gift of the anointing. We lay our hands on our heart tonight. We receive a song. Brother, I pray for myself, Lord. When I hear you speaking, please don't let me resist. Don't let me fight you, Lord. Please help me to be softer and softer till you point to me and say, this is my son. He flows. Whatever I say, he flows. Oh God, I pray for myself and I pray for us all. Help us to flow with you, Lord. We thank you for grace and love and compassion. Give us the bells and the pomegranates that we may walk with you in the power of your anointing. In Jesus' name, amen. Just close your eyes for a moment. If you are here tonight, you are not a born-again Christian, I want to pray for you. Maybe somebody invited you to church or you just came in the evening. Tonight is a special night. You can be saved. Your sins can be washed away by the blood of Jesus. And I'm going to pray a special prayer that all your sins will be washed away. Jesus will set you free and you become a new person tonight. If you are here tonight, you want to give your life to God. You want to say, Pastor, please pray with me. I want all my sins to be gone, to be washed in the precious blood of Jesus. If you are here like that, just lift up your right hand. Just your right hand where you are standing and I'm going to pray with you. God bless you. Lift it up high above your head so I can see. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Lift it high, high, high. Above. If you've lifted your hand, I want you to come to me in the front here. I want to pray with you. If you lifted your hand, don't clap here. Don't clap. If you lifted your hand, just come. Just come all the way. I'm not sure whether I'm seeing you. I'm not seeing you. So just come. Come quickly. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Father, thank you for all these wonderful ones. Just lift your hand, everybody, now. Thank God for salvation. Thank him for his power. Thank him for a softened heart. Thank him for his grace and his mercy that is upon us. In Jesus' name, Lord. Amen. How many believe in miracles? Don't have a hardened heart. 
put your hand where you are sick let's believe God for his power tonight father thank you for miracles of healing thank you we believe in miracles we believe in supernatural things we believe in everything Lord everything we like it we believe in it we thank you bless us Lord touch us heal let miracles happen tonight heal us of every sickness every virus every disease right now I'm about to cast out devils father in Jesus name I cast out demons come out from everybody here be free from evil spirits harassments satanic curses satanic infiltrations into your mind and your soul your body your being every pain come out now every evil spirit come out now every lying spirit come out now every devil lying spirit come out in Jesus name every delusion every depression come out now and bind your power in Jesus name now receive the Spirit of God ask God to fill you with the Holy Spirit right now father thank you for the Holy Spirit the power of the Holy Spirit that is given to us today we ask for it Lord and we receive it in Jesus mighty name Lord Amen God bless you for listening to this message visit www.daghewardmills.org today for more audio and video messages information on upcoming events and so much more Make sure you subscribe to this podcast to receive new messages every single day. And remember, God has not given you the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind.